Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez. And me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. When you do what you love, like CrossFit, coaching, or running a business, you want to do it for life. Inside Tracker can help. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Then Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way toward reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. If you're a coach, an affiliate owner, a trainer, a registered dietitian, or any other health and wellness practitioner, Inside Tracker has launched a new program for you to offer to your clients called Inside Tracker Pro. In addition to helping your clients optimize their health and perform better than ever, you'll also get discounts and earn revenue. Plus, you'll get free access to the Inside Tracker Pro Educational Resource Center and a free personal coach dashboard for secure access to your clients' Inside Tracker results and recommendations. Inside Tracker pros receive a 50% discount to experience Inside Tracker themselves, earn revenue, enjoy discounts, and help your clients perform better than ever with Inside Tracker Pro. Visit insidetracker.com forward slash coach Jason Ackerman to get started. Welcome back. Best hour of their day, fans. You got the whole crew here. You got the Springstein. Did I say it right? No. You didn't I understand that. Like now when I have calls with people, they really do think my last name is Springsteen and I have to correct them, but that's not my Springberg. name. It's Springberg, everybody. Nope. Uh, we got the Fern man. We got me. We're going to do a little Q and a uh, today. Katie's going to ask us some questions. I'm excited about that. We get some great questions from you guys slide into our DMS on best hour. And of course, if you want to go, deeper into some q a we got a patreon live once a month where we go harder in the paint on these q a's um fern you worked a seminar this weekend i did i was in charlotte uh, i couldn't remember earlier when you asked me because all the days run together have been charlotte the past two weekends uh, i was in durham for a level two uh, who'd you work with which, both uh, so uh for the level two i worked with Kristen and I Dude, feel like my memory is going I'm, away. Yeah. I was just going to say, this is, yeah. are you taking the alpha brain? I, well, are you getting the alpha brain going on? What's going on? Not the black, not the black label. I need to get, I need to hit up uh, John and ask him for that black label stuff. But the, God, who was I? Who was the other person? Oh, Lindsay. Lindsay? Shit. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we drove home together. Yeah. Um, and then last week, or yeah, in this past weekend, I did level one with Kristen, um, Luke, and John Mears. What do you like better these days working, the level one or level twos? I really enjoy both for different reasons. Uh, I feel, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I like them equally. Like I love, I absolutely love giving the theory lectures in level one. Like I love it. I could do that all day long. What's your favorite? Le if you had one lecture from the level one, level two, you can only give one lecture for the rest of your life. Oh, I know which one I'm going fitness. with. You going fitness? Yeah, I think so. I think I would go CrossFit. What is Cross? The first lecture like that we sets the tone. A lot of opportunities for some fun tidbits and stories yeah. in there. You know, there's there's a lot you have to, you know, for, for the listeners, there's things we have to make sure we cover, right? There's a test and we want to make sure everybody gets all the same knowledge every weekend. But the What is CrossFit has a lot of, I don't know, leeway for your own stories and experience in the, in the CrossFit world. Yeah, I love I love both. That's why I love the theory lectures. I, they're just so. I just think the content in there is so deep and so rich um, and so impactful. Uh, but on the flip side, I really love helping people sort out their coaching in the level two. Like I just I 
thoroughly enjoy that. Um, kind of getting people to have the light bulbs go on and, and think about things a little bit differently. So I think they have, um, I think they have significantly different feelings, uh, for me. Um, but yeah, they were both really great. Um, but cool story. So the, this is for everybody. This has nothing to do with level one, level two. This has to do with just being, so if you're listening, this is for you. Being, is what you're saying. Being like if you're human, currently right? listening, if you're, under if the right you're a modern human, if you're a modern human, shout out Christian. If you're a modern human, and Kayla, and Kayla, yeah, and Kayla, uh, this is for you. So, for those of you who don't know, we typically fly fly in Friday for a seminar. Do you fly when you go to Charlotte? Yeah, it's like a six hour drive. I'm not driving that. Um, and then it's like an hour flight. Uh, and then we will fly out Sunday night. Typically, there's a handful of occasions where that won't be the case, but. That's, that's pretty standard. So we fly in Friday night. It's typically go to get some food, go to the hotel, get yourself organized, and then Saturday seminar, you know, dinner, and then repeat Sunday, get out of there. Um, but Friday, we get to the hotel, and there's like, it's uh, pretty conveniently located next to like grocery store, like a pretty big shopping center. There's a lot of options. You literally just walk so across the street. So yeah, nice when you get so there. Nice. That's great. So uh, we drive in, and there's this little, I, forget, I honestly don't remember the name of the place, but it's a Poke Bowl place. So I love I, a good pokey shop. Easy, healthy, good, easy to get protein. Yeah. So I, uh, so I, you know, I'm in there, not reviewing some lectures, doing some notes and stuff. And I like, all right, I'm going to go eat. So I walk over there, walk up the stairs, look in there. I'm like, man, I think feel like this place is closed. There's nobody in here. And then, so open the door. Nope. It's open. And then, uh, there's a kid who's like sitting like kind of behind the counter. He's just like jamming on his phone, doing something, whatever sees me pops up real quick. And so, but, but, this is like a Chipotle style. Like you walk up and they have all yeah, the yeah. So food it's like it's very much like that, right? So it's like a, you walk in in there and then they they kind of ask you what you want. So this kid white pops rice, up. brown rice, quinoa. Yeah, it's quinoa, by the way. Couscous. Yeah, yeah food food so, so nice. They named it twice. The um, the so the kid pops up. I mean, just super energetic. And he's like, Hey, how are you? Uh, you know, how, you know, anywhere I can help you He's like, I'll be able to walk you through all of this. And he starts walking me through everything on the pokey menu. And he was like, what would you like? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, would you like me to walk you through it? And I'm like, I would like you to walk me through was this. Was he this excited? Dude, it was off the charts. So do you think um, this is innate? Like he was, he's genuinely excited. About I've been around food? enough people to know that this was 1000% genuine. This is not a dude trying to sell me some stuff. Like he was just giving good service, right? Can like he I, was fooling... a question. I don't mean for this to be offensive. Was he, did he have special needs? Was he a special needs person? No, no, no. This kid was sharp. Like this kid was, this kid immediately. So you, can you be, and I you have been special around needs to be sharp for the record. Unless the haters start canceling us. But no, no, you know, no. Listen, to what I'm, listen to what I'm about to say. Let me finish the story. I'm going to answer your questions. So I've been around enough I've people. I've heard this story before, by the way. So, so like, <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know why you're asking these questions. So, I, so deeper into it. I've been around enough people to know when somebody has incredibly high EQ. And this kid has off the charts EQ. And when I say kid, he is not 18 years old. For sure. He's younger. He's He's for sure younger than 18 years old. If he's older than that, he just looks like he's 14. Well, there's right? got to be a, a law. He's, so he's probably he's probably, probably like 16 or 17 years old. Okay. Yeah. What's so the, Katie? What's, what's the, how old you got to be to work yeah, in North Carolina? Yeah. What's the age for for working in North Carolina? But super young. I mean, he's like you know, kind of like a scrawny kid, but super nice man. And he's uh, and you know, he's recommending things. At which point, everything he recommended, I took it just because I was. Totally what's something, what is something he recommended that you never would have chosen on your own? <laughs> you, here's funny. I don't typically like white sauces of any type. Like you won't go with like a clam chowder, like a New England. Uh, I, well, that's, that's, yeah, too, that, that's not a soft. That, that's a sauce. Alfredo a sauce, fettuccine Alfredo. No, really? That's yeah. my go. Oh. So anyway. We get to that point. He was just like, "What?" Well, I'm like, "Fuck it, put it on there." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in for whatever you're in." For. You're literally so, changing my life, right? Now. <laughs> right. So, but here, but here's the point of the story, right? So, number one, he was incredibly engaging. He was polite. He was nice. Oddly, he was really educated on all the stuff on the menu, and there was a lot of things in there. Okay, and um, so, and the point I'm bringing up here is. While he was doing it, number one, I, I will give you an idea of like how good the customer service and the interaction here was that like I felt inadequate as a salesperson and as a customer service person 
in the face of this like kid. Like that's how good it was. And I was I was kind of telling the, the group earlier. Uh, the what was interesting for me is I had the wherewithal to notice it at the time, and I was like, God damn, this is good. This is and this is genuine. This is not like watching somebody who is like. Uh, you know, skilled at their craft, and they're like watching them do something. Like it's not the fact that it's a pretty poke bowl, right? No, this he's not like he's not like an artisan poke bowl maker, right? Like just his interaction in the experience of just me walking in and getting a pile of rice with fish on top of it was pleasant, right? It was so pleasant that so. And this is I have to throw context on here. All three of us, so myself, Kristen, and John, who stayed at the hotel, all three of us went to the same place separately. We did not go to the, did not go there together. The following morning, Kristen says, "You guys go eat," and I said, "I did. I went to the pokey place." And she's like, "Me too." And I was like, "Can we talk about the pokey kid?" At which point, she was like, "Can we talk about the pokey kid?" And I was like, "Customer service off the charts." I like, I if he'd have been like, "I'll sell you." that stolen car out there, I'd be like, I'm buying, dude. I trust you. You're a trustworthy person. I believe that that is, this is a good deal. Did he um, sell you some Bitcoin? No, I don't. He, he was probably saving that. He's probably like, I'm going to wait until it goes down a little bit and then I'll pitch you on it. But, got, but the uh, point was this, but the point was this, the, this is for CrossFit coaches slash box owners. And, and here's the overall point of this. There, there's some comedy to the story, but the, but the point should be taken, which is you can never underestimate the impact of an interaction between you and another human being, right? Like th this kid who makes poke bowls gave hey, such a pleasant, gave such a pleasant interaction that the three of us were talking about it the next morning. And there's no reason for us to be talking about it. Like we, we went there, we got food. We didn't even sit there. Like we went there, we got it. Let's say, did you join him for dinner? Did he? Did you stay and like just hang out with him for? I absolutely week? would have stayed and hung out with that kid for dinner. Be like, teach me something, you know. Um, and and here's and that's the point is, I, I we should look at everybody that walks into the gym and we should treat them like that because we have no idea what the because and you have to think about because what you do is far more impactful than selling Pokeballs. I don't know. That sounds like a delicious dinner. That might be better than fixing <laughs> someone's squat. But if, but if a young kid who's selling Pokeballs can have that kind of interaction where it leaves a positive imp like imprint on me, I want you to think about what you could have with somebody who comes into a CrossFit who's nervous, might be self-conscious, um, is looking for some accountability or some guidance on things that they're struggling with. And you have the answer. If you're in a CrossFit affiliate, you have the answer to all of those. Well, things. he had the answer you wanted. He, you wanted fish, rice, ideally no white sauce, but he convinced you that you do like white sauce. But right. I mean, he did have the answer for you in that moment, but it's a lot different than the answer of health. Yes. Right. So, and that's where it just simple things like that. And I, I, I just be nice be nice to people and just just gen and and i also bring this up because in today's world of masks and everybody decides to be shitty to everybody oh, else here we, go. here we go you it's true i i listen i'm not gonna i'm not gonna apologize for it like it's true like there is and over the past two years there is a there has been a thing where it's just okay to be shitty to other people in public Oh, right. do we ever talk about the fight Fern got into in Colorado? <laughs> precisely my point. Where like the just the idea of being just nice to somebody and smiling and interacting, like you now become a unicorn. So just take that into account. When somebody comes in your gym, be the pokey kid. Just be the pokey kid. Right? Like treat them nicely. Be pleasant. Ask them questions. All of that stuff. And I think you'll be shocked on the impact that, that will have. So we were on a call earlier when that's when somebody said, they're like, yeah, the, the guy, John, my jammy went to another gym or, or lady. I think it might've been. And said, yeah, she was yeah. just like, this was just a yeah. much more pleasant experience. I'm like, that's my point. That is my point. It's got jack shit to do with thrusters and pull-ups or back squat or any of that other stuff. If they don't find it to be a pleasant experience and they don't feel comfortable in your presence, it doesn't matter. Well, I don't care what you know. This goes back to something Coach Glassman said over and over again. If people are leaving your gym to go to the box down the road, it's because they're simply having more fun. Right. Right? And that's what you're suggesting. It's whether it's fun or um, you know, just 
making them feel comfortable, you know, welcoming, all of those things are the same thing. You used that term EQ earlier. That's what it is. Couple, can I ask you a couple of follow-up questions? Please. I do want to get to the root of this white sauce thing. Did you have an issue when you were a kid? Like, in, did you I'm get aware of, I just, I, Well, I am completely grossed out by mayonnaise. By mayonnaise. What? Where is that from? I have no idea. I just think it's disgusting. It's because you grew up in Louisiana. And you probably got a mayo on your sandwich one day that was spoiled. A mayo? Like, like, it was a, there was like a pickle? A singular. A singular right, packet. Okay, got it. Do you um, like the you, um, yum yum sauce at hibachi? No. That pink sauce? Yeah, I always get double ginger. I like ginger sauce. Well, ginger is different. G- ginger. Right, but I'm saying instead of the yum yum sauce is the mayo based one. I don't even know. No, if I'm if I'm doing anything that looks like uh, you eat spicy tuna that, rolls, you do spicy tuna. Spicy, spicy tuna, but a That's wasabi. Got mayo in it. Is, yeah, sometimes, but like it's a little bit different. Like it's not like a mayo mayo. Like it's it's got like very wasabi ish, if you will. Um, so okay, one of my friends many issues. Um, anyway. Let me ask you a follow up. Did you tell him? Did you? Did you? What, what? Do you remember the kid's name? I don't, and I felt like a real turd afterwards because I didn't ask him his name. But I was like, "Hey," I was like, "I told him when I left. I said, hey, this like that was fantastic. Like, keep doing what you're doing.' You give him this like, life I, advice. Yeah, I was like, listen, I don't know what I don't know what you're going to do with yourself in life, but I'm I'm pretty sure you're going to be successful. Did you, you know? find his Ford? Did you ask him about his recreation, his dreams? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was like, I'm assuming you don't want to be a pokeball maker for the rest of your life, but hey. if you are, I support you, and I will be the first person to invest in your pokeball. I feel like we're going to get a lot of hate from pokeball customer service people because you're you're making it sound like it's not a you know great career path. I don't know that it is or that Three, it isn't. I'm just saying, I'll, I'll work no for free salmon. So you did. You tell him this. You said, did did he seem appreciative, or was he like, because you're you're basically an old man to this kid. Like I know we feel young, but you're forty one. It's very true. You're an old man. I get told all the time that I don't look forty one. So it doesn't matter. You don't. You the bag under your eyes, the wrinkles, everything. Everybody like Madison didn't. Look, it doesn't matter if you're forty one or thirty one. When we were fifteen, did you find out that age, Katie? How old is it? He can be 14. So assuming this kid is 14, right. yeah. I mean, you are ancient. Man, when you are 14, if someone was in their 20s, you were like, who the fuck is this old dude giving was, me advice? I'm, right I'm now? almost three times older than this kid. Basically. Yeah, I'm old enough to be your grandfather, kid. Yeah. <laughs> so back up. But, you know, I, th- I think, you know, we, we've talked about it earlier. We are going to start Best Hour Pokey. And it's going to uh, be no, a chain of not. Pokey spots. You no white be. sauce. No white sauce. That's what no we do here. Um I do think we have our don't be a turd shirt. We should have don't be a turd, be a pokey kid. Be the pokey kid. Be yeah. the pokey kid. I have a question. Do you remember the name of the hotel you stayed at? Is the Hilton. I could, actually, I could pull it up right now. Because we could Google it and then find the pokey places yeah, near it. We could send the kid Let's this blow this kid up. Let's yeah. blow the, find out his Instagram handle. And everybody that listens to this show, shoot him a nice message. Katie. I'll We're going to find this kid. We'll find Previous. it. I hope we set the private. <laughs> 14 year old kid. Um, so is it Hilton? It is amazing. While Fern's Googling, I will uh, filibuster. And it's amazing that, like, when you get a positive interaction, you like that word, Fern? You know what I mean? that's, that's not what filibuster means. But anyway. Yeah, uh, I thought filibuster is just when you, like, talk for the, because you're trying to, like, no. <laughs> extend a. Uh, a Congress it's hearing kind, or something. It's kind of like it's kind of like an overrule, if you will. Um, well, anyway, I'm filibustering yeah, while you're doing this because you're not paying attention. So, but it is important that you have an interaction like this, and you remember, like Here's this the is a- Friday. The address. Katie is, and let's hope this is the address. It might be somebody's actual home address. Um, Six twenty two Caden Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. So anyway, but like Fern said, it's a Hilton. Do this when you coach. Do this when people walk in. While Katie's finding this kid's name and address and social security. It's like something pokey. I don't remember what it is. Yeah, typically I mean, pokey places have the name I pokey. pull up yeah. Google, like the Google Maps. It's, I mean, it's literally across the street. It's like right there. You don't have to tell young Katie how to do her job. She knows. Look at her. She's full, deep, deep, search, search. You find it? What are you drinking, Fern? You always got that black bottle these days. Wine. Wine. Red or white? It's mead. It's mead. It's the only way I can tolerate. It's the only way I can tolerate you. <laughs> Drinking too. Um, so while Katie's doing that, you did make me think of something. 
you know, we say it's not this, it's not that. I put up a post the other day about programming. You know, dear members, um, if you don't like our programming, don't come here. And there are members out there, Fern, that think they have a say. I got many responses, but we're paying members. Can you can you speak on this? Because I'm yes. tired of it. Yes, and and you well, do a better job getting directly to the point. I also, you're right. I do absolutely do a gooder job. Um, good job the sure. the uh, so actually, so this is a conversation that Cassie and I are currently in the midst of having. So um, this is the this is the as we would describe in the technique versus intensity lecture or the technique lecture that this is the the natural tension that exists in the programming versus what people want in the affiliate right so there is a natural tension that exists i want this is the program that i want to write and here's what people want and then there's a natural like tussle there um so i uh maybe last month or two a month or two ago i was like hey i want to start dabbling and hear me out here with a very light amount of sh of a combo metcon and strength right and like cassie and Lindsay. Example. you mean like, like meaning like though, meaning like I, I would i would like i no no i would like to to loop it into the programming because i i do we i do recognize that people like it Okay. To have so, a Metcon and a strength in the same day. In the same, same class, hour. Right. right? So Lindsay and Cassidy, you know, as they should come to the table. No, this is ridiculous. This I don't is think they should, enough. to be fair. I'm giving them a hard time. But they, they're doing their due diligence because they're coming from the angle of like, hey, we're going to sacrifice coaching in order to do this. So, and I'm like, listen. Potentially. I hear what you're saying, right? I'm also... It to some degree disagreeing it, and I don't, and I it's and it's this. We can create a compromise in which we don't have to do either. We can do both, and we don't have to do both all the time. So if we're talking about from a very objective standpoint, if just like you said, if you do strengthless metcon every single day, that's not variance. Well, if you never do strengthless metcon or metcon strength, they're the, the same thing, then that is also not variance. Now we also would acknowledge that if you are doing more in the hour the thing that would suffer most would be the coaching aspect of it because it's just more stuff. It turns into hurting cats. But if you are in control of that and you write the programming, well, then you can write it such that you don't have to do that. So an example would be heavy uh, front squat. We had a heavy front squat last Friday, maybe Thursday or Friday. I don't remember. Um, and then afterwards we did a, dumbbell snatch lunge i don't remember but it was a it was a triplet um and they were both you know talking to me they're like man this is really hard to get through like this is this is kind of stressful from a coaching standpoint i'm not covering what i want to cover so uh what i brought up was i was like well then then don't write that workout like write something else like have control over it so and then cassidy we were bouncing around some ideas and and this is the kind of conversations that i think are healthy and should be happening around this topic it shouldn't be you know authoritarian and this is dumb and this is right and this is wrong it's just like what can we do effectively that would simultaneously scratch the itch that the customer wants right so if they want it there's nothing you could do about that right they want it and if you're just like, no, well, then uh, you can choose to down that sword or not. And it doesn't mean that you have to do it all the time. It just means that you need to take it into account and say, well, let's just try it and see if we can do it while not sacrificing what it is that we know to be valuable, which is the coaching. So I said, well, let's make some rules around the strength plus Metcon format, which is A, it's not all the time. What's the most we want to do it? And then what would it look like in order for us to not sacrifice the coaching aspect of it. And it would look like take the movement that you just did in the heavy portion and then pair it with a very simple other movement. That so you're not coaching little, multiple movements. Right. That would require little to no teaching or coaching, right? Everything can be taught. Everything can be broken down in progression, but stick with me here. Burpee, box jump, air squat, lunge, push up, sit up. That list is fairly slam ball. That list is fairly Lunges. long lunges right like that that list is pretty long and you can do that in a variety of converse uh combinations at which point you could still throw something short on the back end of that six five to eight minutes that would be really effective but not necessarily eat up your timeline and still get the appropriate amount of time on the front end 
with regard to the strength and the strength can still be the priority. Remember, keep the main thing, the main thing. If you're lifting heavy, the priority should be the strength portion. And the back end is just to kind of get people to breathe heavy and feel like they did something extra. Right. So I'm like, well, let's create those rules so that we don't have to do it, but we can do both. You said it there. Like, I think a lot of times people want strength in Metcon. They just want to breathe heavy at the end. Right. I used to do heavy days and do like a 1K time trial at the end, which couldn't be any easier. And it's four minutes or less, ideally, right? And people leave guests or my another great one, partner or even uh, group 2Ks, like three-person 2Ks, they will destroy themselves on a rower. And you can do that on an assault bike, a rower, a uh, skier you know you can go outdoors and run i mean you wouldn't even have to go you wouldn't have to go 1000 you could just do a 500 meter time trial just like full send on the on the rower throw partners in there because then they get even more excited so but but so that's where i was kind of leaning towards is like you you can do both and i feel like a lot of people have programming and it's this uh very odd scenario in which they don't think to themselves oh i can just change it to make it better yeah. So, like, just because somebody gave you that workout doesn't mean then you have to do it. Um, so, and again, but again, I, 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 I hear what they're saying and I agree what they're saying. It's just like, I don't enjoy putting, from a coaching standpoint, I think it's a nightmare putting more stuff in the hour. However, we'd have to temper that with what are the clients what, and then what would that be beneficial to them in some way, shape or form? I do think there is argument for that, right? Do I want to do it all the time? No. I mean, do think I, about the open. Every year we, we can... Who knows what's going to happen this year, but I think there's precedent at this point that every year there's at least one workout that has both, right? A two-parter. Right. We, you know, we interviewed Justin Berg, and while he didn't say it, I think the, the kind of wink-wink is like, hey, there's three events or whatever the word they use, right? There's three workouts, but not how many pieces scores. are – Scores. Yeah, so right. There's going to be four or five scores. Maybe. Yeah, they won't know. say scores. They'll never say how many uh, scored events there are. Just that there's three weeks to the – Three open. weeks. Right. Right. So that's kind of where that's kind of the and again, my I'm not looking to do it every week. Right. But my contention is that we should it's not something we should never do. It should just be something that we do rare. Like and if you were to like add on to the like the 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 very elegant statement that I believe Pat Sherwood said, which is like live your life in couplets and triplets, go heavy once a week, go long occasionally, like you would add in there be like double them up occasionally. Like throw that in there too. What's the yeah. what's the quote from the programming lecture where it's like within every program lies the oh, I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. Do you know it, Fern? <laughs> Do you know it? Do you know it? I love watching people like screw that up. It's <laughs> like a tough one. one. It's a, it's it a, is tough. It's so like all of the all of the glassmanisms are uh, because he's because he's who he is and the way he says things are very hard to say. Like if you like, uh, particularly if you're going to say them conversationally, there it's, it's, re- it's really well, difficult. So, so what it usually looks like is we hit the quote and then we kind of break it down. So this is where I give the death star analogy where like, if you're a star Wars fan, if you remember a new hope, they build right. this incredible flying planet, if you will. But there's one small point in there where if you shoot a bullet, that thing's going to explode. And right. it's the same with programming. Basically, yeah. his point was you could have the most elegant and best thought out programming, but I will find that sniper shot that shows you where you're weak. I, bu- I might butcher this a little bit, but I believe the statement, it might not be exactly verbatim, but I believe the statement, because I haven't given that lecture in a long time, is uh, within every routine lies the blueprint for which there will be no adaptation. I think you're very close. I don't think that's exactly right. That's, yeah, not, that's definitely not exactly yeah. it, but... Yeah, but actually, gonna look it up. I'm going to pull it up. Um, you know, but while we're saying, while Fern's looking up something else, the point I was making is, you know, I put that post up the other day. Here's what it said. And Katie, maybe you can throw it up as well. Dear Crosser members, if you complain about the programming at our box, we are not the right fit for you. We will gladly help you find an affiliate that suits your needs. And I had a quite a, you know, mostly 90%, you know, clapping hands and fires and hearts and whatnot. And, you know, we had, we had a few people, I'll give this person, you know, this person comments on a lot and, and I don't mean it in a negative way, Vogue poet, like I love your commenting. And I think for a lot of this, it's, they just don't know any better, right? They're just hearing this and they don't know. So let me educate you. Their response, I get that. But what if the programming does not offer constantly varied movements? And it's like, 
that's a no brainer. You don't go to that affiliate. Like it, you know, if you if you take the the pokey story that Fern told, and Fern walks in, and the pokey kid's got this great attitude, and Fern's like, "Hey, I'll take a a double cheeseburger with fries," and he's gonna be like, "Well, we don't serve that here," and Fern's not gonna be like, "What the fuck? You don't serve cheeseburger and fries? It's classic American food." He's gonna be like, "Okay, well, I gotta find a burger shop, right?" But then at the same time, if you're like, "Hey, okay, then I'll take a gefilte fish pokey bowl," and he's like, "Dude." What the hell is gefilte fish? And you're like, it's a fucking fish. The name is in it. You should serve it. You know, you still have the option to be like, well, we don't serve it. Do you want tuna, salmon, or whatever the other options are? Or would you like to find a, po- a different place that serves gefilte fish? So my yeah, as point soon is, as I read it, as soon as I read it, I remembered it. What is it? The statement. It's like any routine, no matter how complete, contains within its omissions the parameters for which there will be no adaptation. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. So anyway, well, my point exactly is like when I said that's literally verbatim. No, no, yours yours was close enough. I was suggesting yeah, yeah. you were wrong, but yeah, um, I know. Let me go I'm back annoyed, to what I'm I that I didn't know it, but that's that is the that is the whole thing, right? Which is like we get so caught into the hey, this is how you do it. I'm like right, but that therein lies the 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 trap is but, that now that yeah. is the routine. And and I think we're talking about two things, right? We're talking about box owners. Be smart. It might not be the best thing. Like it might not be the thing you want to do, but understand. Secondly, you are running a business. You have to keep your members happy. Katie, will you scroll down on this post, please? Um, and then, did we have a question? I know we were. Gonna- yeah, we could do. But I want to finish my thought. Keep going. Keep going, Katie. To the comments. I want. I want you to go over to where that. Oh, uh, listen. We're, this is that. We're going into the comments, which you should never do ever. For I know, reason. but I, I just want to make. Platform. Good point. Keep going. One more, I think. Hit that plus button. Hit that plus button, Katie. Here we go. Keep going. Oh, there we go. Kehoe, shout out. Right there. Now hit the view replies. No, no, no. Go back up. Go other way. Keep going up. Right? Keep coming. Nope. Other direction, Katie. Go, uh, other direction, Katie. That's the same direction. There we go. Keep going. Right there. Now hit the view replies seven. All right. Keep Keep now scroll up. That's so that's where they say, I get it, but what if they don't offer constantly varied functional movements? Then go elsewhere, right? You go to, I even said, don't try to change the food at a restaurant. Find one you like. Keep scrolling. The next comment is the one that gets me. Keep going. Here, agree to disagree. The box is a second home, not a restaurant that you may visit once. It doesn't matter. It's still not your business. Like people are right. misunderstanding the point. It's like, cool. If, if, if you go to a restaurant all the time and they only serve white sauce and you have this aversion to white sauce, you're probably not going to go there very often or at a minimum, you'll get the white sauce on the side. And these are people that, again, I just think it's not understanding. Like your input is valuable. I get it. Like you are part of our community. I want to hear your input, but don't misconstrue that for you're an owner and your opinion matters. Right? Or, it's that valuable. It's, or, or that it's a complete thought and effective yeah scroll a little right? more, like, Katie, like, more i like things it's just like well but right but that doesn't mean it's good it also doesn't it also doesn't take into account that like not everybody else likes that or is prepared for that um or that we could do it well so I, there there it's just a it's a it's a larger discussion to be had and that's why i think if you're going to do that i think it's sh- i think it should be a little bit more fleshed out which is why when cassidy and i were going back and forth over Texas weekend i was thinking about it, i was like i was like we don't. We could do both, and we don't have to do both all the time. So then I have, uh, like, again, ask better questions. In what scenario would you be comfortable doing this? And and never is not the answer because you're a really high level coach, and there does exist a scenario here which you you'll be it. totally fine doing. You you could do this, right? So tell me what that scenario is, and then that's just what we create. Like we are we are the masters of our own fate here. Like we write the programming, we do everything. So let's do that. And then we can be happy about it and they will be happy. And we like to call that in the biz, a win-win. Why would we not try to dial that up? Yeah, I, I agree with that. And then the last comment here was, but what do you think about this, Fern? But we pay into the business. We help to keep the doors open. 
uh that's a ridiculous statement and i appreciate your input there vogue poet but the, and we like vogue poet you, this is a nice is, person that's, that's, we, I, we I'm, it's not a shot at him but that's a voluntary transaction it's not like you're paying taxes or her. i don't know vogue's yeah, poets, I no, I, but it's not, this is not like you're paying taxes where i'm like where do my tax dollars go right this is like i choose to give this business money and if i, I don't like it the, i can choose not to give this business money do you think somewhere along the line that's where it went wrong you can stop sharing that katie do you think somewhere along the line with CrossFit, that got kind of bastardized because this idea of community took over when it's like, yeah, it is a community, but don't forget it's a business. Like your local coffee shop is probably a community as well, right? But you don't necessarily have an influence on what they make. You might be like, hey, if you guys ever, you make cookies every so often, throw in a, a red velvet cookie. And they might be like, hey, that's a great idea. Right. They might be like, we are never doing that. Well, this is the unintended. This is one of the many unintended con consequences of running a bad business. People feel like they can say this versus, and that's the thing. Like, it's like having a a yearly well, or I annual, mean, um, wait, wait, just, wait, an sorry. annual. What's the term? We have like a every, round table, state yeah. of the union. I don't think it's a bad idea, but good businesses don't necessarily have to do it because things are just running smooth all year round. I don't need your input. A lot of those times it becomes, what do you guys want? And it's like, or just give them what they want because you're running a really great business. Right. And so that should be the goal on, you know, and that, and that is the whole purpose of the whole thing, but, and you could do both. Um, and I, I just think it's, yeah, I just think it goes back to the the point I made earlier, which is it, it's just an unintended consequence of running a poor business. And to some degree, I, if you were to really dig deep in this, you would try to unpack this. They're probably doing it because to some degree, they think that you don't care. Right? Like that, that honestly, that's probably why. Like, think about the number of uh, people that you interact with. They're like, you're like, that person cares more than any person in the world. And they're like, totally on top of it all the time. I'm not giving that person any guidance or fucking good ideas. I'm like, yeah, right? that, person, that person has spent an unreasonable amount of time thinking about this. And they so, know way more than I do about the subject. So I'm just going to like, man, this is probably great. He's probably thought of all of that. Um, it's not to say that you shouldn't give inputs if you see something that's broken, but that's, that's a little bit different. Um, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if you were really thinking about it, like that they're giving, they're giving that because the, the perception at the very least is that, is that the business owner doesn't care. So they're like, well, I'm going to give my two cents in order to try to improve this, right? So you could see how this starts to unravel where you're just like, oh, well, if you would only give uh, suggestions for improvement, if you think that it really needs to be improved, because right. I don't think this person gives a crap about what's going on. Now, that's not an absolute statement, but in more chances than not, that's probably the case. Um, but if they see that you are constantly this had another guy that was here recently he was like you know i always love coming back to the gym after like a long vacation or a work trip i'm like why well, he's like because there's always something new here and i'm like perfect that's the goal right I guess, that's the I goal guess, all the time I, I think there's a just a general disconnect though in the affiliate world where it's like rather than a accepting what you and what what's there at the affiliate and and respecting the fact that the owner and your coaches probably know what's best for you and if that, if that's not what you're looking for i don't understand to this day why people are unwilling to be like cool this like rather than saying hey this pokey spot doesn't have gefilte fish they have great pokey not my type right i want the jewish stuff i'm gonna go find a place that does it or make my own you know which is i, I would say synonymous with doing your own workout in your garage. I don't understand why more people aren't just deciding, hey, this is not the spot for me. I'm going to find a better alternative for me. Right. Not necessarily a better CrossFit or a better pokey spot, a better spot that suits my needs. Yeah, and I and I just don't want people to 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 there's a there's a place to hold the line and the standard is a standard and then i think there's a place for conversation and consideration and and i just don't i think affiliate owners can be way too rigid in that because it because they just because they take it personally they're like they don't like the programming they don't know what they're talking about and to some degree that is accurate however you should still take into consideration because I think Cassidy's statement was he was like, hey, he was like, I'm thinking about doing this because people like it way more than I wanted them to. And I was like, well, we knew that. 
right? And that's fine. And and because of that doesn't mean I'm going to shift all the way over and you're going to see CrossFit Rife doing strength plus MatCon all the time. Like that's not happening because what we do is coach the crap out of people. But if I was really going to stretch the team and be like, hey, let's try to be the best. Well, then my contention is we should be able to do both in certain instances that we have full control over. Right. And I don't think that's unreasonable. So, um, that, that, you know, that's the whole thing. Right. And again, it's because going back to be the pokey kid, you, we do have control over that. We can give a good service and a good product and have both parties be happy about it at the end of it. Um, and we don't have to be super rigid about it and say, no, we're never doing that just because fundamentally we disagree with it and we disagree yeah, and- with it. The, the, I mean, the, the real crux of the disagreement is because it's hard. Right. So, you know, if we were going to have a philosophical discussion about it, it's like we shouldn't avoid it because it's hard. I mean, that violates everything that we know about CrossFit. That is that is quite literally the hopper model. But in fairness, if I was programming Fran today and someone came in, they're like, man, I really just don't want to do thrusters. I want to do deadlifts. I'd be like, cool, do deadlifts and pull ups like we might <laughs> be deadlifting. Asked- what's that? Somebody asked me that at the, at the, was a question about the, I think it was a question that came up in maybe one of the breakouts and they're like, you know, just somebody doesn't want to do that. And I'm like, who cares? Yeah. I'm like, well, I might why then is it so say, important that they do that. Right. You know? we, hey, just so you know, we have deadlifting on the calendar for tomorrow. Right. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Cool. Or I am going to be here tomorrow. Cool. Like at the end of the day, you're right. But if, if, if somebody were doing that every single class they attended, yeah. But if once in a while they're like, uh, yeah. Go for it. Okay. Okay. Do we still have time for some questions, Katie? Do you got to run? Um, oh, time, is, this is this a spot, Katie? Is this a spot for? I don't know. Maybe. Island Finn Pokey. Island Finn Pokey. I remember that little scooper. I think yep. this is it. Yeah. Oh, go. It's, the, it's across the street from the hotel you stayed at. Yeah, There's franchise really opportunities. I'm telling you. Best hour pokey. Done. This looks really good. If you guys are in the Charlotte area, go there. It's amazing. Um, be the uh, I wish you knew the We're kid's name. So, is he under... Go to contact. It's going to be like, I'm I'm used to go to like CrossFit websites where it's like all the coaches. Here are your, here are your pokey artists. No, I have been. So while we, you guys have been talking, I have been searching, but I'm not, we're not going to share because we don't know how old he is. So we're not going to share his, we do not want to have like the FBI coming up here studying a secret. I think Fern should at least send him a nice note. I think you should, you can contact them on the, on the website. We can let them know. You should, Fern, you should reach out and let them know he did a good job. I'm and being share this serious. episode with him. Yeah, and share this episode. This kid, this 14-year-old, prompted a whole conversation. What if he turns out to be like 23 and I was like, wow, really? Hey, you out. know what? Still impressive. Impressive nonetheless. If I did that at 43, I would be impressed. So let alone 23. So shoot us shoot us some questions, Katie. Okay. Um. Guys did By the way, this coin is dope, right? This best hour coin. I saw you itch your face with it. That was yeah, weird. It's a, it's a beard scratcher. <laughs> Scratch all the beard right there. I was. Well, I mean, never to touch anything in your office next time I go. Oh there. yeah, everything you guys touched when you're in my house, I licked. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I actually, I actually believe that. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we want to go? Still go into questions now? Yeah. Let's, let's, do, let's do two. Let's do two. Two questions. questions. Two questions. Right. Question one. Is it ever okay for a coach to work out in the class that he or she coaches? No. Next. Nope. <laughs> no elaboration? Um, I will give one scenario in which I think it is potentially appropriate, and even that would be arguable. Let's see. What is um, it? So Team workout? Done, I, I, no. It would be a scenario in which there's one person that shows up to the class. This person has been there for a hot minute. And you are supremely confident in their ability to train without you putting their eyes on them. And that you know for a fact that their absolute preference would be to not do this workout by themselves. At which point, there would be a large argument for that you should bite the bullet and train with that person. Um, But that should be very rare. Very, very, very rare. I've probably done it less than a half dozen times in my entire life. Yeah, I think think what you're basically saying is in a, in a scenario where it helps provide a better hour for that member, you know, and you can 
you got to be careful. It's a slippery slope. If you, if you have a packed class of 20 and you're like, who wants coach Fern to work out with you? They're all going to say yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you have to be careful. It's like, it's not just a matter of making it more fun, but it's actually when it's one person, it could actually provide a better value for that hour. You know, maybe two at the most, or a team oh, workout I would, where you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go to two. It would be like one. That one. Would be like, so th- if, if you were to set a rule, sure. What about um, do, does that change if it's Metcon versus Heavy Day versus some sort of bodybuilding going on at the gym? No. Coaching is coaching. Coaching is coaching. Yeah. Cool. All next. right. Um. Next one. Is do you, you have a weird oh, echo go. going on there too, Katie? What'd you say? Do you have like a weird echo going on? So do you on my end. I don't hear oh, either it, of your echoes. It, it, it went away. You're good. Okay. Okay. That's good. Um, the benefits of programming the LSIT and why we should Ooh. be doing it or not be doing it. That's a good one. The reason we, the reason people don't do it is because it's really freaking hard and it's it'll like if you could hold a really really good L sit like I'm talking legs extended toes pointed slightly hitched back I'm throwing out there most fifteen to twenty seconds that would be like nice job like you did well Coach Glassman used to say when you can hold an L sit for three minutes like ab work will never be a problem for you again ever that is so long by the way um so the benefit of is it is that that isometric hold which is our contention are kind of like the strongest contractions and the most beneficial not uh concentric or eccentric when i say we i'm referring to crossfit uh has tremendous benefit and and like jay was referring to like if you can create the midline stabilization required to do that I can do. I can tell you many things about what you're able to pick up off of the floor with regard to deadlifting and some of these other things. Your midline is incredibly strong at that point, and that lends itself to the ability to do a lot of other things. Now, the downside of it is it, it is not cool, sexy, or fun. So, it'll light you your biceps up too. Right. Yeah. You. You're so you right. can. So you could put it in the programming. Uh, however, you know, I'm going to be. Uh, oh, this is where I'm going to be you know, super candid with people. Don't be shocked when people don't show up for that. So I think while it is beneficial, I think this is where you have to really understand what people want, what they will show up for. Because if you want a business, they got to show up and train. That is in most instances better off place than something like accessory programming or a cash out at the end. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Yeah, people don't want to do that crap for a workout. It's another one though. You know, probably not every affiliate has enough. First of all, you don't need parallettes to do it. You can use bumper plates. You can use boxes. Two boxes, yeah. You can use rings and just lift your legs up in a ring. I wouldn't wouldn't start there. I wouldn't start there. Yeah, obviously. But like like Fern said, I think that's a great after party. Hey, partner up. You're you're each going to accumulate or 20 on, 20 off. I mean, a great way to try it on your own if you're listening is do a Tabata. Try to go 20. I would do a reverse Tabata. To be honest, yeah, I would do go 10, 10 seconds, seconds of work. Right. Seconds, or sorry, 10 the seconds other, on, 20 seconds off. Yep. The other place you can kind of sprinkle it in if you're doing your own programming or maybe it pops up once in a while is like kind of like a hiding the vegetables in the meatloaf scenario where it's like just a random example. 21 thrusters, 21 calorie row, 18, 15, 12, whatever. After every round, 15 second else it hold. Right. So you're kind of sprinkling it in but not making it the bulk of it. So when they look at the programming, they're not like, oh, screw it. I'm not going to go in today. But fantastic, fantastic movement that I think, Absolutely. to be quite honest, doesn't get used enough in the crossover. World. No, it doesn't get used enough. But I, I think it's because this is where it requires um, a specific level of creativity or understanding around programming in order to put that in where it makes sense, where it doesn't become the focal point of the workout and becomes a deterrent for people walking in the door. Hey, let's you, do this. You have to, you have to take that into account. Like that is a real thing. People look at that and they're like, that's dumb. I'm not going. Anyone listening, they coach a class. They send, they post a picture hashtag. What are they hashtag? Best hour, best hour uh, of their day, whatever else. Don't be a turd. Don't be a turd. Pokey kid. Be the pokey uh, whatever, kid. Whatever. 
donate white sauce, uh, cancel white sauce. But if you post a picture of your class doing an LSAT, we'll figure out a cool prize to send you. Full class. Not like one per. I mean, if your class is only one person, sure. But I'm saying like full class doing some sort of LSAT and LSAT variation. Yeah, I mean, don't be shocked if you program LSATs and then you only have one person in the classroom. Like, Shit, now, now I'm doing LSAT. <laughs> that person, you know, like like we used to say, hey, what do you do for, for your abs? We stabilize the midline like a motherfucker. There's, <laughs> there is a very distinct difference between this is effective and this is a good idea. And if you're a coach or an affiliate owner, you should probably be able to distinguish between the two. I think, see, I think LSATs are one of those things where if you can get somebody in and doing them, they're going to be sore the next day if it's their first time. I think they'll come back and be like, hey, coach, can we do more of those? Like, I think they like them. They just have to understand the value of them. I think you haven't been an affiliate in a long time, and that's absolutely not happening. Well, here at Best Hour CrossFit, we program LSITs every day. It's yeah. seven days a week, LSITs only. That's all yeah. we do here. Well, well that explains the membership. <laughs> I do think last week Cap programmed some um, – there was a workout with a lot of core work. And at my gym anyway, everybody was very happy that their abs were sore because it, your abs don't get sore all that often. So, how, What do you think is the right uh, – how often would you sprinkle in a movement like L-sits or you know any movement for that matter? Like, But more is. of the movement you – know, I think we have our like foundational movements – back squat, front squat, push press, push jerk, et cetera. How often would you throw some of those periphery? Is that, is that a word? Did I just make that wrong? Um, no. The second no, tier kind of movements like that. Periphery? Periphery, periphery is more, periphery? Uh, or secondary. Secondary or, um, yeah, uh, 10 days I think is a good. Is a Every good, 10 uh, days? Oh, I was going to say like once a month. Oh no! I think you could. I think you could sprinkle in in every ten days, and people like kind of wouldn't notice if you had a if you had a solid rotation. If you were going to go through like some sort of static hold, um, if you're going to do, you know, like heavy kettlebell front rack holds, put that in. Ten days later, put in That's some another great one. Another great you know, one. Put in some like uh, L sit work or hollow rock work, very similar. Um, and following ten days after that, so again, uh, different flavors, right? It shouldn't just be all you know, like uh, midline centric, but if I'm doing, they are both midline centric. However, yeah. that's not what people okay. see and feel when they do it. Right. Totally different. So again, it's kind of a Jedi mind trick to get people to do things that they need to do. Yeah. I, I think every 10 days is probably like a real, because that gives them time to kind of get over the soreness that they have. And then you can sprinkle in something else and then keep them engaged. Um, yeah, I mean, like this is why people nerd out on programming. Uh, I just don't think enough people nerd out on the the client aspect of it and, and try to pair that with effectiveness uh, in conjunction with is this able to be coached effectively? Like you have to look at the full spectrum of, of what's involved there in order to do it well. And people are just thinking about like either what people are like or what looks good on paper rather than is this even at all capable of being coached in a reasonable fashion in the 60 minute window. And if it's not, well then change it. And, and for the record, I think it was 2009. They actually programmed LSITs at the CrossFit games. I don't remember. It was like, they did like an event. I think it was the same year as a softball throw. I think it was softball throw LSIT, some sort of like farmer's carry. And it was all kind of one event, but they were scored separately, but LSIT was one of them. So there's precedent, you know, if, if you did decide to program it, the same people complaining are probably the same people that want to be competitive and just point them to the CrossFit games. So there you have it. Cool. Just two questions, Fern? Yep, that's it. We got to go. All right. We, we got to balance. Uh, if you're going to leave this episode with anything, remember it's don't be a turd. Be the pokey kid. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.